When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first Spurs show of the new season. My name is Theo Delaney. I'm broadcasting to you wherever you are in the world from King's Cross in London. And I've got with me an esteemed panel of seasoned Spurs show Tottenham Hotspur observers. To my right, welcome Rob White. Hi right, Theo, how are you? I'm all right, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I know we've decided not to spend too much time together after uh, the hours Bloody we spent at Stansted Airport. Unbearable, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? It really was. <laughs> Uh, to my left, Abby Summers. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Have you summered well? Summered well. Just got over the final. You? <laughs> Not. Um, yeah. Nearly. Nearly got over it. And to, to, to sort of to the uh, eleven o'clock from me is Andy Davis. How are you, Andy? I'm very well, Theo. Thanks for having me back again. Not at all. We we, we felt like it was uh, appropriate to have a heavyweight panel this week because, of course, this is the official preview show for the 2019. 20 season bloody hell it's gonna be 2020 at the end of this season God. that's a pretty weird thought isn't it yeah who th- who'd have thought we'd still, who'd be, have thought we'd still <laughs> be here talking the same old only only uh two more years till the year ends in one or a year and a half no, actually i was thinking that but yeah. the last time it ended in one it didn't end well did it i think we might have to get off that the last two times it ended in one it didn't end well did it I think if you add all the numbers up, they add up to one something's got a one in it i don't care really i've gone off on one already <laughs> okay Okay, I'm confused by that. Now, well, obviously, we've got quite a lot to talk about. Um, We've got transfers or ones that have happened, ones that may or may not happen. We've got these pre-season friendlies. I don't know how many of those you've seen, guys, but we'll talk about them. We've got the season as a whole, what we hope to achieve. And we've got, of course, specific games, not least that against Aston Villa, which we'll be talking about coming up this Saturday. Has anyone here seen much of the pre-season friendlies? Yes. 
Have you seen? I, I, I'm ashamed to say I've watched every single well one. Well done. I think I. Do you know what? I think I actually. I apart from the Man United them. one, I didn't see. Well, I was at work, but I did have it on. Right. I mean, well don't done. Don't tell my boss. But yeah. I like that. Surreptitious <laughs> football watching at work. Good. Yes, went on Sunday as well. That was. Yeah, that was I, I watched that on a dodgy stream. So. What what could do, what can have you drawn any sweeping and dramatic conclusions from these games? Uh, well, Sunday was probably my least favourite actually of what I've seen so far. But in the other ones against Juventus, even against United, um, and obviously last week against Bayern, I actually thought we played quite well. Yeah, um, was good to see some of the kids. They kind of actually impressed me more than I thought I would have been, especially with um, the centre back Tanganga. I think mm. we were discussing before mm. Troy Parrott. Mm. Um, who was the other one we mentioned? There? Is it Alfie White? White? Alfie little, White? Something White. Something yeah, he White. Quite um, good. But yeah, they actually look quite good and um, kind of surprised me. I was quite enjoying the way we were playing, the build up play, even, you know, playing out from the back looked a little bit more solid. Mm. Um, you know, I guess you can't really go off of pre season. No, of, no, no it's, it's notoriously misleading, isn't it? Yeah, but but it, the one thing it is good for is seeing, seeing fringe players yeah, you wouldn't seeing necessarily the kids see. And I, it, I feel like every season, Lamella has a really, really good pre-season <laughs> and we all have such uh, yeah. high hopes. And then like, by like the third, fourth game in, it's kind of like, like it, kind of... I've seen I've seen quite a few of them. I didn't see the... Uh, I saw the Real Madrid one. I saw the... Uh, yeah, I've seen quite a few of them. And... I love the moment where uh, Mkudu skinned the fullback, wow. and you could you could just see Pochettino thinking, I won't say the word, but you just just Pochettino thinking that's all I need because Levy's watching that. Levy's <laughs> yes. thinking you don't good need point. a you don't need a left wing. You've got this good guy. Point, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought you're right. I thought there was some good football. Um, Harvey White, I think it is. is. It Harvey? Mm. Harvey. I'm going for Harvey White, yeah. perhaps. Um, yeah, I think there was some there was some good football. It was really nice to see the young kids playing, and and you do I find the older I get the more I sit there. And I was sitting there with my daughter, who's 19, and looking at the date of birth of some of these kids who are yeah. 2001, yeah, some 17-year-old yeah. kids playing. I feel Parrot. old watching them, and I'm only 25, uh, and I well, feel old. <laughs> Troy Parrott is 17. 17, yeah. And he's a, he's a bloody beast, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and hit the post. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, um, yeah, he, he looks, looks a good player. I like the look of him, yeah. You know, I saw a, a stat, a brilliant stat. I don't know if anyone else saw it. I, I can't remember what paper it was in, but what they'd done this bit of research which is a really good idea actually where they totted up the amount of minutes played by players that had graduated through Premier League academies last year and then they they did a league table of what were the most successful academies on that basis and Manchester United was way ahead because they've got the biggest and they've always got they've got so many young players come through that they farm out and everything like that and sell on and loan out but comfortably second was Tottenham way ahead of any other club and you think that's a, another example of Tottenham punching above their weight. Mm. Way ahead of City, Liverpool, Chelsea, all of them. I mean, I thought that was great. And I, once again, you look at these kids coming through. I mean, you know, it looks quite promising to me. And that's kids playing for, like, uh, kids that are on loan and playing that's for... That's right. Mm. So it's kids who, who last year were good enough to play Premier League minutes. What academy did they come through from? So whether they've... Just, just Premier League or... or just in the Premier well. League. So, okay. so it's a pretty interesting measure of, of the effectiveness of, uh, mm. of the academies, I think. Isn't that just Harry Kane, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know who the others were. Harry Winks, maybe? Yeah, Winks and Skip actually got uh, a few minutes. Yeah, Skippy as well. But then we yeah. might... We, didn't we have some out on loan? We uh, did, but not in the Premier League. Not in the Premier League. Well, uh, the Championship. Yeah. Yeah. And Kuda was at Burnley, wasn't he? 
did he, true, actually. Yeah. Did, he, did he play? He get that many did, minutes, did he but he would have got some. Yeah. He would have got some. Scraping and Kudu like is literally, in all the, now what seems like years we've been watching him, he's only ever done one thing, and that was the other night against yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. And he was really good. But do you know what it made me think was, we'd totally and utterly given up on Sissoko until he suddenly came good, so who true. knows? Very true. I mean, a we year really ago, had. we had a, we did a podcast just exactly. before the Watford game, yeah, yeah. and we were just writing him off. We said, oh, God. No, I wasn't. Maybe Rob, Rob if, if you troll back, I was there. Rob never. We'll have to look in the archives. <laughs> Rob, for some perverse reason, never lost faith in. I mean, they I do say lost faith. Good, well, they do say. Uh, blo- was that a saying? Greek saying? A broke, even a broken clock is right twice yeah, a day. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's it. I think if you. Pa- yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's it. Well, on the basis of those friendlies, we're looking pretty good, I felt. And now we are in a situation where it's really a question of what, what that squad is going to look like. We've lost Trippier. And we've gained Ndumbele. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. I think it is. Tangai Ndumbele. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was quite well, You look quite impressive. I, I was. <laughs> Tangai Ndumbele. We saw little bits of him. I think, uh, you know, from pff, he looks like he can be a great player. Poch is playing him down and saying, don't be too, don't think, don't expect too much of him too soon, which is, which is the right thing to say. But he looks to have a bit of everything about him. He can dribble, he's big, he can win the ball, he can get box to box, he can, he can shoot and pass. And I, first... saw, I saw him for uh, Leon against City last year in right. the Champions League and he absolutely bossed it. He was, but I think, I think Podge is right. I don't think he's going to start on the weekend. I think that'll ease him into the side. Right. He made a quite a pointed comment as well about the lack of other signings doesn't help someone yeah. like Ndombele because he doesn't he really have any other he's always making these new... almost little snide remarks oh, he's, he's been at it bitchy yeah. asides <laughs> bitching at, at Levy about signings but, but he had a point I mean when you're uh, I have, I've never been a new signing at a football club ever yeah. but I imagine <laughs> if I be, was must be quite it would weird. be nice to have other new signings to, 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 to sort yeah. of be a new signing with yeah, yeah. Um, or to be worse than you yeah. to be worse than me yeah, yeah. <laughs> not you personally uh, I mean as a new signing yeah, yeah exactly and he already's got his Jack Clark and he might be having a WhatsApp group with Jack Clark who's not interested because <laughs> yeah. he's back at Leeds going why are you I noticed nothing to do with actually me. that Jack Clark didn't even get on the pitch for Leeds game Leeds played uh, Bristol, Bristol City, City at the weekend didn't they and yeah. won comfortably but he was on the bench and he never even got on well he, he never started a game for Leeds last season he but he got on a lot didn't he got on a lot yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. What the, that was the basis I mean, because I, I, everyone suddenly loved Leeds last season because of Bielsa and they were playing yeah. all the football. And I actually watched Leeds quite a few times and I, I was quite well acquainted with did, Jack did he Clark. Look quite the, good then? Oh, yeah, he looks like yeah. really exciting. He's full of tricks and pace. and So he's a, he's a tricky little wing up, basically. Yeah. And um, so I, when, when they bought him, I thought, oh, yeah, he's great. But I, I wonder how much. I hope he's not going to not get much time on the pitch because he sort of think well what's the point of leaving him there if he's not going to play better off sending well, you'll, him you'll get maybe I mean, he'll Bielsa get at least what Bielsa he got last Pochettino year. from the same sort of school of very much well, I mean, Bielsa is almost like his mentor isn't he yeah. although he plays um, that down a bit Poch but so he'll he'll be getting a, a decent education we getting yeah, more minutes on the pitch than he would at, would at Spurs, at Spurs so. probably there must Although, be something in that contract that says he's got to pay X amount yeah maybe well, I mean again you think of previous examples of players like that we got Lennon from Leeds when he was 17 I think mm. and he came if you remember in that same summer as Wayne uh, Routledge mm-hmm. and they were both wingers but Routledge was about three two or three years older and Routledge cost quite a lot of money because we got him from Palace. And Lennon hadn't cost much. He was a punt. And within about six weeks, Routledge was out of the team and Lennon was in. And he was, a, he was again, he was mm. like a child. And the same thing with uh, Deli Alley, of course. We got Deli Alley, sent him back to Milton Keynes. Yeah. 
Then he came after six months and you're thinking, well, he's going to spend a couple of years coming through and then within six months he's in the England squad. Yeah. So I just wonder about this Jack Clark. Who knows? He, he looks like a player. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, maybe the terms are we can't have him back for a, for a year. I don't know. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's I mean, a good thing if it works. If he gets plenty yeah. of playing time and he improves, and that, then it'll be a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think... I'm not against it. But I, I, we had to talk about him because he's the only other signing <laughs> we've made. That's true. I actually, you know what? I actually <laughs> forgot we even made it. We've... Yeah. <laughs> now, we should probably address... This is always a hostage to fortune, this, because this is a podcast, not a live show, and anything could happen in the next three hours, let alone the next two days. Mm. There's only two days left of the transfer window, aren't there? But as we sit here tonight, the rumours are we are signing Philippe Coutinho on loan, uh, Le Celso, don't, not, don't, don't love that name, sounds a bit Chelsea, from uh, <laughs> Real Betis, Fernandez, is it, from Sporting Lisbon? Bruno Fernandez. That's it, Bruno Fernandez. Sounds like the sort of character yeah, you'd play on like stage. A, a <laughs> he's a, he's yeah. a beautiful yeah, Lothario, be, Bruno he, Fernandez. He is going to be an accomplished crumpeteer. We know that. He's, he's been a big star in many telenovas in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and maybe Dybala. No, that's... I'm getting no, no, that's not <laughs> Christian Eriksen's off to Man United, according to latest rumours. Um, Sessignon, that's still happening. Oh, yeah. Sessignon is happening. It's just a matter of getting it over the line. Why are these? Why do these deals take so long? <laughs> what do you think? Rob, come on, you're the man <laughs> in Tennessee. You know you love telling us. I, I think it might have something to do with Daniel. I'm not sure. Uh, that's that's all I'm thinking. Uh, and I think it's possibly the fact that he doesn't particularly like playing the game that other people play. I think yeah. he likes playing his own game. What's the game other people play? Well, other people play the whole. It doesn't really matter what you what you're asking. We'll pay that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, an interesting game, yeah. Which is which is football football economics or football yeah. nomics, I believe, or something right. like that. I'm making this up, right? But I also think I I just think I think other people. It's almost like a sport with Daniel, and, and I think it is. And I think other people, it, yeah. you know, it's it's a bit. And then maybe that's just too simplistic. Um, but there are sort of worrying signs of the, the, the sort of mutterings from Pochettino. I think, <laughs> yeah, he's um, sort of, and you can interpret them of, one way or the other. But I didn't like that sort of redefining his role. Yeah. Maybe you should redefine. It what, must be what, frustrating for him. Yeah, it, it must be really frustrating. We we know fully enough. You know the story behind um, AVB. Yeah, you know we do. And uh, Glenn Hoddle said it. Glenn said that the thing about um, Levy is he can't resist trying to get a better deal, a better deal, a better deal. Yeah. And sometimes it really works. And you think, well, bloody well done. And but sometimes it just doesn't work. And before you know, it, you, you you're two players short of what you thought you'd have. Well, that's why I was wondering about Harvey White and the other guy that played left back. I mean, George was, was it George? Yeah. I mean, they weren't left backs. And, no. and it was again part of possibly part of Pochettino sitting there thinking, okay, this is all I've got. Yeah, come mm. on, what's going to happen here? Yeah, if Danny Rose leaves, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it probably is very, very simplistic to, to blame Levy. And I don't think it's necessarily a blame. I think it's just the fact that he does he football does economics in a different way to other, other um, teams. Yeah. And actually, he would, sorry, last point was he would probably point to the fact that whether it was through uh, luck or, or good fortune or whatever, we got to Champions League final last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think we... What would be a good... It's 48 hours to go. What would be a good result for us, Andy, come Thursday midnight? The issue we've got... We've got I think there's two problems. Is particularly with the Le uh, Celso, Le Celso, whatever he's called mm. right now, we'll, we'll decide. I can't be bothered to learn his name right now because he's not a player for us. But <laughs> yeah. once, he, once he yeah. signs, I'll, uh, I'll find out. But once... Um, 
I think Betis had set a really prohibitive price yeah. at 88 million That was euros, his release which, clause. Which is release clause. And they're yeah. saying, well, you've got to play the release clause. And I think quite rightly, Levy's saying he's not worth the release clause because yeah. he isn't. But yeah. I think the problem we've got is that this, 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 this you know, talks have broken down in inverted commas because I think Betis are waiting to see if maybe Napoli or Atletico Madrid have been rumoured to be interested in mm. players as well. So they're seeing if they can kind of flush them out. Mm. But that, that seems to be going silent from them as well. Um, so it is the ultimate Levy-Brinkmanship. It's who's going to blink first uh, come the morning of, of Thursday. I, think, I still think he'll get that deal over the line. He just might end up paying a little bit over the odds that he wants to pay. Um, but by the same respect, Betis might bottle it and think, well, we've signed Naby Fakir. If we don't sell this guy, oh, right? They've already and, signed him. They've already signed him a replacement. Oh, okay. So if so we don't, if we don't get rid of him, we've, we've, rubbing his we've, hands. We've, we've got to get rid of him. And if Atletico and Napoli have so many, we're not interested. Then, yeah. but the other problem we've got is that um, everyone else's transfer window shuts at the end of August. Yeah. And now it shuts on Thursday, yeah. so, so we could find ourselves in an awful, awful situation yeah. where nobody comes in. But Ericsson's gone to to you know to to an Italian or a Spanish club. Uh, in, in two or three weeks' time. I don't think that will happen. I think they'll refuse to sell Ericsson. Yeah. Because um, they wouldn't want to... But, but that, 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 I mean, that's going to make... That's going to be painful for Levy because that, that's effectively costing them tens of millions of pounds of refusing to sell him, isn't it? Which is where he's got to do a balancing act and yeah. he's got to work out what the yeah, right thing yeah. to do is, uh, which I think is to take a... Uh, You've got to take a hit, take a a hit, hit on, on Ericsson and, and, and take least, a hit yeah. on, on another player, but... Do you think it's possible, Abby, that these other rumours, Coutinho, Dybala, when it was happening, and who, what was the other one? Um, Fernandes, the crumpeteer. <laughs> do you think it's possible that these are sort of smokescreen, sort of red herrings that, that Levy, that maybe Tottenham put out there to, to exert more pressure on Betis? I think there's think so there's... many things that go on behind yeah. the scenes of that club, in the board and with Levy. I think, me personally, I don't believe anything I read yeah. on Twitter, even if it's people from that I genuinely think are a credible source until it is announced by the club. Yeah. I don't believe any of it. So, yeah. you know, being linked to Dybala and this one, and even, even Coutinho, we've gone from signing him to not signing him, Arsenal signing him. We've pulled out like within the space of about five hours. So it's kind of one of those things. I think agents sort of the time are drumming up the interest in their players, not necessarily yeah. us doing that. I yeah. think people want to try and push these things and their, their players over the line rather than us, but to get themselves more money because don't forget look how much money the agents get I know yeah. I don't think Sporting have had a had a, an offer for Fernandes from anybody I think that's just the agent yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think Man United or Spurs have been interested in him at all yeah it's all just trying to drum up business but mind it? you if you watch him on YouTube you're not good <laughs> yeah but he's also I mean that was he's a in the crap of, league it was, though, a, isn't it was a freak season as well it's yeah. he's never going to repeat that particularly the Premier League and you, I mean, you was, do yeah exactly you do have to realise that that, that league is pretty low level it's probably about sixth best league in, in Europe yeah. if that, and, and that's a, that's a deal that would that, that could have got done easily because there was no yeah there's no great competition clause, there's no great competition yeah. for it they could have got that one done very easily if they wanted it yeah. so. we've also got a big problem in the fact that we haven't well I know we've got Aurier and I guess we've got Walker Peters but we do have a problem when it comes to right back Mm. You know, we've yeah, that as well. I think we that's got right back. We got Oreo Walker Peters and Foyt Boo is now injured. But I think for, I think he was the first choice. Yeah, and there's talk of yeah. Sissoko. I'm not just really right. Yeah, 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 going, yeah I, saw, I, I saw talk that before. But, but what right a waste! Back. He's so good. Exactly. in the middle. Who'd have thought we'd be saying that a year from now? Yeah, but it's strange because we got a whole load of right backs, but we're not really convinced by any of them, are we? No. That's the trouble. It's not like we lack numbers. No, right it's like we've just got understudies for understudies. Yeah, we, we, yeah we have a lot of midfielders. 
Yeah. Um, and a lot of similar midfielders, I think. Right. Um, what, because of all these kids? Yeah, I mean, you depends. Mean the back we, of the midfield types. Well, yeah, it depends who you keep. Because you've got w- Wink, Sissoko, and Dumbele. We've still got Dyer's one. Yeah, what's coming, happened to Dyer's Dyer's Wanyama injured? Dyer's coming back. Think, Dyer's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Dyer. I think Wanyama's still there. I think, yeah, I think he must I think be injured as well. Is he injured again? Yeah, but I think they gave him a, a longer summer, some of them, to try and help okay. them find a club. Same with Danny Rose, actually, mm-hmm. as well. Was there not a rumour about Wanyama having some degenerative problem with his muscles or something? Are you saying Wanyama's a degenerate? <laughs> no. Yeah, he has. There, there is a, a, a long knee, knee underlying issue, issue really? with his knee, which is That's why a no one Because he was so good first season, wasn't he? And that would make sense, actually. It broke my heart so last season great. when he came back because yeah. you could see the enthusiasm and yeah. the, the but he wasn't able to do it. There, yeah. But his just body was. It reminds me of Sandro, who was a similar, mm. played in a similar position, and just for a brief few months he looked amazing. Yeah. I remember Cliff Jones comparing him with a straight face to Dave Mackay on a Spurs show, <laughs> and I thought actually, yeah, he's got it all. He's he was you could play football. He's big and tough, and he got that injury. Huh? Good darts player. player. That's right. He yeah. was. He used to go and play darts with Bobby George, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he, he got an injury and he never ever he was yeah. never the same. Luckily, Harry Redknapp took him over at QPR, so at least we got, them, got our money back. <laughs> anyway, I, I've just got something to talk about here because this is quite this is good. This there's a new app which we are going to be talking about on the show, and it's called Match Pint. And what it essentially is is a really handy way to find pubs that show sport wherever you are. It's really slick and easy to use, and there are offers in some of these uh, pubs as well once you've found them and gone in to watch the game. But it also, crucially, has a prediction game in it, and we do love a prediction game. It's called the Budweiser Pint Predictor. And what you do is each week... You make score predictions on all the televised Premier League games, and if you get them right, you win free Budweiser's. Free beer, nice. And... There are also monthly prizes, like uh, you get Premier League tickets, for example, and you can set up or join Super Leagues to take on your mates. We've got our own league. It's the Spurs Show League. The code, by the way, is just Spurs, and we're all playing it. And listen to this launch offer. Everybody who enters a set of predictions before midnight on Thursday, or a minute to midnight on Thursday, gets a free pint added to their prizes from Friday. A free beer. I don't know if it's a pint. It's definitely a free Budweiser. So basically, that's, for, that's, that's like beer for just all you've got to do, make your predictions. So what you want to do is download the Match Pint app, join the Spurs Show League, code SPURS, and make your predictions and enjoy your free beer on Friday. Rob's already doing it. He's got his phone out. Nice one. I'm already in this league. I'm hoping to win it, obviously. I'm in it to win it, especially with all that beer at stake. Now, um, when... If Danny Rose goes, how upset are you going to be? Very upset. Me too. Mm. More or less my favourite player. Or he was at times during this last tenure. Why is he going? I, I don't know. Well, I, I've no idea. I don't know the guy. But um, but he, he's not... I've done Fredo on him. What? You know Fredo and the Godfather? How weird. I just watched Godfather 1 and 2 for the first you know, time in you 30 know years. You know Godfather 2 where he takes Fredo out into the lake. Yeah, and he has to say... And they let him say his prayers. Cold. Yes. That's what they've done. They've waited because of, of the three years ago when he said wherever, that about yeah, Googling new signings. Ago, they've waited and now they've just taken him out into the middle of the lake. Yeah. I'll see you fuck. See <laughs> popped, him in the, popped him in the back of the head. They've done a Fredo. A bit more of a, a logical uh, answer was I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I think... I think, um, I think he was going to go to Leeds United if Leeds United had come up. Because that's his hometown. Apparently his dad is a big, big Leeds, Leeds fan. United fan. And I just think that was going to happen. How could they possibly afford his wages? If you well, go I, in there? you know, there's a point where you just say, okay, look. Really? Yeah, I'll do it for my dad. I'll go and play and 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just too much of a sentimentalist yeah. at heart. But I, no, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think um, I think he was unloved, wasn't he, for a, quite a while, and then and then Posh yeah, fell out of them and definitely uh, brought he, him back into the fold. He I mean he, he had a good an increasingly good season last year, didn't he? He was getting so, back to his. So best. did Fred. I mean, well, yeah, actually, he was doing well. They sent it to this, Cuba. He yeah. was doing all right. Well, you know he got away with it. Didn't <laughs> I'm going to bring that back because that does start to make sense. Because there was the Yorkshire Mafia, wasn't there? There was Lennon, yeah, yeah. Uh, Walker. Uh, who else? There was Rose and somebody else that, that basically yeah. they got shipped out because they were yeah. just too much of a liability yeah. together. Yeah. But so he's the really, last of them. He's the last of them. It felt like he had built his bridges. But, you, but the, the, the real problem is uh, it's all very well shipping him out as an act of cold revenge, but <laughs> it does leave you without a very, very good left back, one of the best left backs in Europe. Suddenly you're, you're not, you haven't got one. And this guy, Sessignon, obviously he's been rated for a long time and he's a good player. But is he actually a ready-made Danny Rose? I mean, he might not even be a left-back. He, he hasn't always played left-back at Fulham. He's often played further yeah. forward, hasn't he? Yeah. And so you think, is I think, this... I think maybe out of necessity. Uh, I mean, it was interesting that we were talking about uh, Foyth playing at right-back. Uh, yeah. And we we as Spurs fans are very... We will continually hark back to the days of Rose and Walker where we just yeah. had these yeah. full-backs bombing yeah. forward. Yeah. It might be that... That the system is changing when we no longer need yeah, these, these kind of dynamic uh, fullbacks. Maybe they're looking at more defensive minded players. Yeah, when Ben Davis would be. Well, they yeah, because they've, 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 they've given him a great new contract. So yeah. I think you're right. I think they're probably going towards yeah. that kind of yeah, a. And you a good know, point. Davis, a Davis can play on the left hand side of a three as well. Yeah. If a yeah. Tonga can play fullback. So maybe it's it's not yeah. so much of an issue. Maybe wing backs are no longer the thing. I mean, our, our best performance by a left back last year was Jan Vertonghen, anyway. Mm, uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I feel slightly better about that now. He does look like he might be playing a 4 3 3 anyway, because in Dombele, we've got, like you say, that surfeit of, of back of the midfield players. Yeah. So if you pick, you've got Winks, who looks like you're going to pick Winks. Sissoko, we're well, going to pick Sissoko. And then Dombele, we've just paid 70 odd million quid for him. You're going to pick him. And then you've also got Dyer in the equation. Skips looked good pre-season. We didn't mention him. He looks like he's really coming along nicely. So maybe that makes sense. You have a three there. You have a a proper back four and a three. And then you have two quick people either side of Harry Kane. It does... The only problem with that system is it does mean you're playing one less out-and-out attacker, interesting attacker. Because previously we played more like four two three one, haven't we? And well, but you can't fit everyone in. No, you know, exactly. It's not, it's, it, like we said, I think it is one of those things where it will be a shift in how we kind of set up. Because mm. I mean, look at the back end of last season. What we were doing, I don't necessarily think was working. So I think maybe, <laughs> that's for sure. You know, you've got to have another kind of way to the style that we play in because when it gets to a point where we're not winning games or we're just hanging on, yeah. you've, you've got to have another another backup or another system or something yeah. to go to because at the end it just it just wasn't happening yeah. for us yeah alright well on that that note we're going to take a quick break welcome back to the Spurs show here in central London um, it seems like a good time possibly to start thinking about the longer term uh, a lot of people, a lot of pundits, you know, look, newspapers are going on about what they expect to happen this year. I saw a bunch of predictions yesterday from, I think it's the, one, one of the newspapers, it might be in the mirror, and they got all of their football correspondents to predict, you know, for the season ahead. Nobody of all their, but about a dozen football writers, it seemed a bit overstocked actually, but <laughs> a dozen football writers 
not one of them predicted that Tottenham would would fail to achieve top four. Mm. Now, that's a real sign of the times, isn't it? Because even probably up to last year, people say, oh, I don't know about Tottenham, I don't know. Now, people are talking, this is probably going to be the year we don't <laughs> you do You sure it wasn't a poll for 40 points? <laughs> no, I, I really, I think we are now accepted, I think, as uh, most people regard us as probably the third best team in the in the, because I think that's particularly true because obviously the weaknesses of others Arsenal don't look like they're going anywhere particularly fast they haven't even bought one good defender and it's mm. so clearly I've just lost Koscielny as well and Koscielny's walks <laughs> out the, which is the great best one there. I love it <laughs> I, absolutely I think love. their thing for the season is just try and outscore yeah, yeah. everyone and yeah. just hope for the best they at get the back yeah. they're just carrying on Wenger always bought the same player which yeah. was someone to play in that behind the, behind a centre forward he just bought hundreds of them and never bought anyone any good in any other position yeah. and they're just doing exactly the same again long so may continue so then, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. United look like they've got a manager who just doesn't, he doesn't convince, does he? Something. December. What Here we mean? gone by December. Yeah, exactly. And then you look at Chelsea. Well, Chelsea, uh, could, anything could happen. But, I mean, they've got a complete rookie, basically, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. in charge. I mean, there, where they have, were notoriously impatient with managers anyway. I mean, he could, he could struggle. He, unfortunately, it pains me to say, uh, I don't think he's going to struggle too badly. I think but, he will. Do you? Oh, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I just think he will. I just, um, something about it just doesn't, doesn't, you think it could be a bit like Hoddle early. when he came to us. Mm. Yeah, but just, well, at least Hoddle was a very experienced manager at that point. True, yeah. So I think it's, I think it's probably even worse than yeah. that. Um, they've lost Hazard. Hazard. Yes, their best player. Um, and they can't buy anyone. No. But so, they've got a lot of good players. They've pulled yeah. back from loan who are young and, and look like they're coming through. I just I think when, when, you know, when push comes to shove, I think that, that Lampard will struggle at that level. That's, that's my instinct on that. Maybe I'm I sincerely hope to be proven right. wrong, but it'd be it, lovely, wouldn't it? It seems like one of those appointments that's going to go one or the other, isn't it? Mm. it it'll yeah. either mm. be a, a spectacular success and they'll Which finish, would be sickening. You know, yeah. third or whatever. <laughs> but I, I've got, I have a friend who's a Chelsea fan. Oh, sorry oh, to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's okay. He's, he's a nice guy. Um, and we do discuss uh, football. And it, it, I think the mood of the Chelsea fans, certainly of him, is that this season's a, a free hit for the club. Okay. Yeah. They really don't... Any, anything sort of top six is fine. They, and they're not they, going to... They want to just see some kind of progress. And they just want to see Frank Lampard do all right. And they want to see, yeah, a bit of good football. And they're not going to get on his back as quickly as they would say... And, and like, I think they're they really excited about, about finally seeing some young players come through. Because yeah, you do... They I, mean, certainly I remember never... before, before sort of Harry Kane looking at other clubs and, and their youngsters coming yeah. through and thinking the last one we had was Ledley and it was just mm. a bit... Mm. You do want to have your own, your own homegrown players coming through, don't you? Mm. And they've got some good ones. Some yeah. they have. It's bad news for Vitesse Arnhem. Uh, <laughs> that's, that, is, that is a problem. But <laughs> yeah. of what, bringing them all back. Well, that's bringing mean, them all yeah. back for yeah. Vitesse, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the only thing I would say about Lampard, obviously, they love Lampard. He's like the great legend, but he's no bigger legend than Glenn was, or even Aussie. And I, we were all there when I mean, I was yeah. there at Notts yeah. County away when the crowds first sung "We Want Aussie Out," and I'm thinking, I can't believe this is happening. But, but we, it happened, but, but and they wanted Glenn out. By with, with Chelsea, though, they do have Jody Morris, who is a very, very highly rated coach alongside yeah. Frank Lampard, where we had John Gorman. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jodie Morris, am I, have I got this confused? But didn't Jodie Morris get wrapped up in some sort of criminal activity about 15 years ago? It was all in the papers, something to do with a lay-by. <laughs> no? I, I might have made that up. We, I, we're probably going to get sued. You're on your own there. We could <laughs> get sued. Everyone's thinking, I'm not getting involved in this. Would he gets sued. I don't want nothing to do with it. Well, I'd have to Google it. I should have probably Googled it before we started. 
No one's saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> I, Jody, I, I probably imagined it. I apologise right now. I don't think Jody listens to the Spurs. Take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> if he does, well, he says Jody, he's a good coach. I think he's drinking well, it in. Any information he can get. Okay, so we've been talking about how, he, how the teams might line up now. We can... Well, actually, before we talk about forthcoming uh, fixtures, I think it might be a good time to remind everyone about what's happening this year with the Spurs Show Live season ticket. Spurs Show Live season ticket is available. And with it, we've already lined up some shows now up to Christmas. So season ticket holders will get two tickets on September the 23rd to join us with Phil Beale. If you remember, that that show had to be postponed because of our Champions League final appearance. Then, two tickets you get with your season ticket for the Jimmy Greaves biographer, David Tossel. He's coming. I bet he's got some stories. And he's, he's, uh, you get, and then you get a priority, priority entry ticket and meet and greets at our massive Christmas party with, wait for it, I'm so excited about this, Crooks and Archibald. Ooh. Together again. The ah, reunion. How that brilliant is, uh, is that? Fantastic. They're back together for the first time since whenever they last played together for Tottenham, which is about 90, in London, to, available to see live since about, that would have been about 1985, wouldn't it? Last I'd, time they I'd played together for the Spurs. I'd myself to be slightly underwhelmed. By the, by you the thought, what's he going to say what's here? He say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, hang on, Crooks and Archibald. Crooks and Archibald. I mean, <laughs> we've had all the legends now, but I think that is the only, I agree with you, that is the one where you think, wow! Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, that's one of good. them would have been good, but Crooks and Archibald together... I'm absolutely beside myself, as you can probably tell. <laughs> so, yeah, with your season ticket, you get priority booking on that. And you get the, you get meet and greets and all that. So that's bloody good. And you get all of that, all those, you get that and a bit more for £10 a month. And, of course, you're helping us to record the history of Spurs by bringing all these legends along to spill their beans. So uh, recommend you get hold of that, that Spurs season ticket. Uh, go to Spurs, I think it's spursshow.net and you'll find out the... Uh, how to get that and we'll see you at the live shows which are always a good those little live shows the one with Phil Beale and the one with Jimmy Grease uh, biographer they're always a really nice night because it's just a just a, a small crowd in that great pub in uh, Great Portland Street the Albany and of course the big shows are legendary uh, so I recommend that all the links by the way are in the description of this podcast so if you're looking at podcasts you should get a link to that there now We've got a game, this is so exciting because it's been a while, but we've got a proper big competitive match to talk about on uh, coming out on Saturday. It's nice that it's Saturday. Nice that it's, we're at home on the first game of the season. Particularly nice that we're at home in our sumptuous, luxurious new stadium. It feels almost like we're starting again with the new stadium because it's the start of a new season. I'm just as excited now about going there as I was when we first went there. How do we see... First of all, how do we see it lining up? Because we've got interesting problems here. We've got Foyt would have been suspended anyway, but he's injured. Son is suspended. So how do we see this... Uh, how do we see him lining up on... on well, there's only one man to save us in this, and it's Eric Lamella. Oh, no, I knew Yes. That. No, come on. I don't even think you're wrong. I think he might. I, I, I love Eric Lamella. I've consistently... We had this conversation last time oh. I was on with you, Theo. I'm I love him. I love him. I just don't rate him. He is terrific between... <laughs> August and about Halloween. Yes. <laughs> then Halloween, okay. he picks up a knock okay. and his dog gets ill and then you don't see him <laughs> For the rest until of the season. pre-season <laughs> and then he looks the business. Yeah. And, my, and I get my hope back up. This year, this year is going to be different. 
Yeah, I, I mean, think he's going to see November. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if that's the case, because obviously Kane looks sharp in yeah. the preseason, yeah. that's good. And he's and Lucas Moura looks good. And there's, I think. No, there's no Delhi as well. There's Delhi's injured. Delhi. Good point. Oh, Delhi's injured. injured. Yeah. Son suspended. Ericsson, there's a big question mark over. I but, if he'll even be there by, yeah, exactly. uh, by Saturday. So if Ericsson is there, then he, I would say, starts with Kane and, and Mora in the advanced positions, I would guess. But if Ericsson isn't there, step forward Eric Lamella, because there's it's literally no one else. Step forward <laughs> Eric Lamella. They're, they're building a team around him. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I, I honestly think Lamella will start. Well, even if Ericsson is here and available? I think, I think with a... With a uh, a home game against Villa. I don't mm. think you need to be you that defensive. I think you could be quite so offensive. You could play Ericsson, Ericsson yeah. behind uh, a front yeah, yeah. three and that front three yeah, being yeah. more... Uh, yeah. I get that. Lamella so then who does, he, who does he then not pick, intriguingly, out of Ndombele? I think uh, Ndombele Winks. will be on the bench. Yeah. I think yeah. it'll be, it'll be Sissoko and, and Winks. Winks. I yeah. agree. Okay. 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 I would agree. Okay. So back four? It depends who's there still, really. We're still. This is the really weird conversation to be having on the Tuesday Sorry, before mate. a Thursday. You know, it's before Saturday. I know, I know, I know. But it's just a, you sit there as a fan and you've got really no... It's looking increasingly like Danny Rose will be here. Yeah. In which case he starts, surely. Well, unless Ben Davis starts. But he's been injured, hasn't he? I don't yeah. know if he's Yeah, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's fit. Yeah. Okay. So is him and right is Aldevero still going to be there? We haven't even talked about that. Well, it very much looks like it, doesn't it? Again, I mean... The no. thing, the trouble is with these windows is there's, there's just no. I just don't think there's been really any interest. I think that even with the Ericsson thing, I mean, I know there's been like talk about him going yeah, here, but there, no everywhere. Firm bids or there's been like no firm bids, and yeah. I mean, to be fair, if I was if I was a chairman of a club and I thought, okay, well, what's the difference? I wait a year and then I can get him on a free. But they're all behind. They're all together. You know this. They're all together on this like group WhatsApp thing. <laughs> Daniel's the only one not in it, and they're like, see how far we can push you. Yeah, yeah. don't. I think with Alderweireld, I think they might have been interested in him, but we, we, we forget that we are the Champions League finalists and for a player to... If Man United come in for Alderweireld, everyone says, I will go there for the money. Alderweireld might want to play Champions League football. He might want to yeah. play in a different country yeah, playing this Champions stage. League football. Yeah. He might have been sitting there thinking, well, if, if Napoli sell Koulibaly, I can go there, but they haven't yeah. sold Koulibaly. Mm. So no Juventus have bought the lick. So yeah, there's a... There's a, only a certain number of clubs if he wants yeah. to punch up. It's like, absolutely. Absolutely. there's only a certain absolutely. number of clubs you can go to. But in yeah. my opinion, then it looks like, well, no one wants any of them enough. There's always someone that's slightly better than them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think without a Vardy, he's 30 years old. I think if you're, you want to invest big in a centre-half, yeah. you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to get somebody younger, so you might as well wait until Alderweireld's on, on, a free. on a free. But that's what I mean about Ericsson yeah. as well. If you wouldn't have got Hazard, then I think Madrid would have come in. If Atletico wouldn't have gone and got... Um, oh, sorry, if Barca wouldn't have got Griezmann, something, something like that. But there's, in my opinion, there is someone that is a, a slight step higher. Yeah. So they well, would yeah. rather you know, try and get him either at a cut price, or if not, then next, next year he's a free agent. Well, I have a theory about Christian. Ericsson. What was the theory? I think we've broken him. <laughs> Not just us. I think Denmark and Ajax have broken him as well. Mm. But well, he's been over, playing... Like, too many games, you mean? He's, been, he's played something like 550 games and he's only 27. Mm. And then you look at... You can look at certain players. I mean, Giggs is the sort of outlier of this, but players tend to have 10 years at the top. Mm. 
And you look at like Fernando Torres when he started when he was 17 and he's, his decline oh, yeah, was around this true. age. Yeah. Rooney is the same. He sort of declined yeah, at, yeah. at this age. Yeah. And there, there's, there's, I think there might be a feeling amongst Europe that, that Ericsson, we've, you know, we've seen the best of him and he's, he's on a slight decline. Mm. So no one is going to want to fork out that kind of money for him. Certainly there was a perception amongst the fans at Tottenham last season that he wasn't, it wasn't his best season. Yeah, and I, don't, and I, think, I think people are unfair on him saying that he... He's, he's had a turn he was looking elsewhere mm. I don't think that, that was the case I still think he's knackered because yeah. it's not just he's played a lot of matches he's, he never gets substituted there, these, yeah. this is a lo- I read a statistic recently um, on Christian Eriksen and if you look it up the amount of game time he's played is phenomenal not and he that, runs an awful lot as well say, he covers the most distance are amazing mm. and I just think that he's it, 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 might need, it might mean that he has to have a different role. I think he could potentially might have to move deeper yeah. and play as a deeper midfielder. Yeah. But he can't keep He's never up. made a tackle in his entire life. I think that's what gets yeah. people's backups. When like, yeah. you see him yeah. going for it and then he just he pulls yeah, out of yeah. it and bottles it. But then it's not really his... It's not really his yeah, job, kind of. No, thing. but if he played deep, there would be an element yes. of that necessary, wouldn't there? So maybe. Yeah, not, I mean, even Modric, know. who can, play, who I always think is best when he plays deep. He's so tiny, but mm. he gets stuck in, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you could see Ericsson could maybe do that, but he, he, he's, he's just, just a bit delicate. He's a bit delicate. Ericsson's yeah. seen what happens to Eric Lamella. You know, Lamella will will wait and wait and wait and wait and wait, then he'll make that tackle in October, and then he's done. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. <sighs> If he's going to go, the trouble is, if you if you if he's to go abroad, there's still a couple of weeks left in the transfer window, isn't there? So that the, the big worry is, what I think we've said, is that you can sell players, uh, or you can only buy players up till two days time, but then players could still leave, and and, and yeah, I mean, I think that's that's part of the trouble of, of us getting this uh, Lacelto deal over the line is that yeah. they, I think, Levy realizes that he's not going to be able to shift Ericsson. Because mm, exactly. Ericsson wants to go to a bigger club, and there yeah. isn't there isn't a bigger club than Spurs out looking for him. If Man United can weigh fifty million at, at Daniel Levy, but Ericsson's no way is he going to Man United. Why? Why do you say that? Why, why would he go to Man United? Yeah. He wants to play Champions League football. He's twenty seven yeah, yeah. at the peak of his career. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to go to Man United down. and sign a four yeah, year yeah. deal to be mm. thrashing yeah, yeah. around Europe. The other thing the is, but the, the only other slight hope is that they say that Real Madrid will take him if they can't get Pogba. And that could still happen. Because Pogba's also got to come from England, so they've got, they would have to shit or get off the pot in the next 48 hours on that one but, way but or another. But our biggest problem is that, you know, as we said, we've only got 48 hours. Mm. So do we? And are we going to bring in a player, two players to replace him in that time and then let that kind of story unfold and see how it goes? We're not going to be able to have all three of them. Yeah. Or even, I don't know if we could have two of them. So... It's it's a thing for us that we can't get caught short by <laughs> nobody not wants to get anyone. caught short. I'm, 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 I'm wondering whether if Pochettino and uh, Levy ever have this conversation, yeah, Levy, Levy just yeah. Levy leads him all the way through that spiral stair, the the glass thing at the, yeah. the lead, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. just leads him into the stadium. <laughs> I've given you this. What more do you want? <laughs> oh, I could do with a couple of players. <laughs> I've given you this yeah. and a training ground. Yeah, I mean, uh, getting back to the team. <laughs> I predict left back Danny Rose, right back Walker Peters. Is that his name? I've forgotten now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Toby and Jan in the centre with uh, Sanchez. Sanchez's backup. Sanchez, I think. You think he'll play instead of him? Yeah, I think he'll play instead of one of the Ordeverald. I just think because he's playing very well at the moment. 
Yeah, but you, I mean, you'd be mad to break them up if you've got them. That's, the, that's been a problem for poor old Sanchez because Sanchez is a really good player. He needs to play a lot mm. in order to iron out all the imperfections. Unfortunately and unexpectedly, Jan and Toby got back together last the year. The problem is we've got too many too many defenders that you could apply that to. Foyt is the other one. Foyt like is the other one. Walker-Peters is, is like that. There's yeah. just, yeah, they're, yeah, they're good defenders, they but need, they, they, they they've got mistakes, mistakes in them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, that's one of the few areas where you can't, you can't yeah, keep you making make mistakes, mistake, really. Cost him a goal. Yeah. I mean, Sanchez still, even in those pre-season games, he's still <laughs> such a good player, but you still, you know, at some point you, in, in the first half, he will inexplicably, <laughs> under no pressure at all, present the ball to the opposition. <laughs> Correct. Close to our But goal. I think that's the thing with age. I mean, I think people are, not, not that it's too harsh, but he's, he is quite young. I think he's only 20 yeah. or 21. Exactly, yeah, like exactly. And people so he also needs, forget. he needs experience, and especially in that yeah. position. And not last season, but the season before that, when Toby was like completely frozen out, he mm. played pretty much all season with Jan, and we didn't do too badly from it. Finished uh, yeah. third. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's, Absolutely. it's kind of one of those things people always want to pick on, you know, the I mean, I think people love why, Toby so much, they just want to see Toby and Jan. Because it looked like Toby was definitely off, yeah. and he was definitely in, and they paid, he was the record signing before, mm. Before the, yeah. the new guy, so but he's got time. He's got yeah. time. I think what's good about Foyth and Sanchez is that you know there is a ricket in them, and they have made mistakes. Yeah. But it's not not their confidence in any way. Yeah, no, because Potch true. stands by him as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, yeah, he? He sticks yeah. with them. He knows they're good players. Well, well, now of course it's time to do the thing that we traditionally do, which is the the old first time this season, the old prediction game. Now we need to say what we expect the score to be on Saturday just to be completely clear what I'm talking about I'm not talking about the one on the app which would all be playing as well Rob's already signed up I'm in it that's uh, the Match Point app by the way right I hate doing predictions you know that well I'm sorry but I'm obliged <laughs> to force you uh, just trying to think if we're going to keep a clean sheet or not I'll probably go th- let's go 3-1 hmm. I don't think this is going to be as straightforward as that um, I think Villa are decent. Yeah. Um, Jack Grealish will be very up for it. Yeah. Um, Good player. I know Villa have bought a lot of players, but a lot of those players are players they've just bought back that they had on loan anyway. I'm going to have a 2 1 to Spurs. Same. Hey. I can do the same. Yeah, you can if you want. Yeah. Funnily enough, I've done my match point prediction on the app Have thing you? in the Spurs show league, and I went 3 1. Oh, yeah. Same, same. Funnily enough, but we all reckon we're going to concede. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I, and it's, it could be one of those ones where Villa is, you know, they, they could be the newly promoted team that gets off to a flyer because there's always somebody that does get off to a flyer. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. This time last year, Fulham looked like they were going to really do big things, and they started okay ish. I don't know if they. And they might have lost their opening, but they started okay, and you're thinking they're going to be good, and then they fell away. And they do, they, there is a slight whiff of Fulham about Villa, a little mm. bit. I like that manager, though. I met him once because I filmed at Brentford, and he was a good guy. I liked him a lot. I think he's a good fella. I don't think he is. I think Villa are going to be all right. I think there's, there's joined, there wasn't any joined up thinking at Fulham. They just bought a load of superstars yeah. and dropped all the players that got them yeah, there in yeah. the first place. Yeah, but Villa yeah, don't true. seem to be doing that. They oh, seem no. to be just augmenting a good squad. Yeah, and they've just yeah. bought a very good goalkeeper as well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that was, he looked like a bit of a bargain. Eight actually. million or something. Yeah, yeah bargain, it was a bargain yeah. for an English yeah. goalkeeper. Mm. All right. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm beside myself with excitement. I really am. <laughs> and before we go, Andy, do you want to talk about your Edinburgh show? <laughs> well, why not? Yeah. Uh, plug it, mate. But I'll plug my Edinburgh show. If any Spurs fans, or anyone really, uh, is in Edinburgh for the last week of the festival, so the 20th to the 26th, uh, I am doing my, uh, my tribute show to the late, great singer Scott Walker of the Walker Brothers and solo fame. It's called the Scott Walker Songbook. 
It's on Frankenstein's uh, on uh, South George Bridge, I believe it is. Uh, it's one fifteen every day. So it's a nice lunchtime show. Um, if you come on the Saturday, the 24th, you can uh, join me for Hibs afterwards. I'm going to be going to Hibs. Oh, great. I think Easter Johnston. Road. Easter Road, yeah. I always go and take a Hibs game in when I'm up in Edinburgh because yeah. it makes me feel good about being a Spurs fan. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 1.15 uh, p.m. every day from the 20th to the 26th of August. Uh, it's good. It's me singing. Uh, great. I can do that. Yeah, brilliant. Nice. And good songs. Yeah, good songs. Abby, anything to plug? Nothing. Okay. Just, uh, just our great football team. Okay, Rob. <laughs> uh, unusually, no. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. There is something else I need to talk about. I've just remembered. Mike Lee is interviewing... Thank God I remembered. Mike Lee is interviewing Raphael van der Vaart. Oh, yes. oh I saw oh. that. On September yeah. the 19th at the Millfield Theatre in Edmonton. Um, we may, we don't know yet whether that will be a recorded thing, so it might, your only definite hope of listening to that interviews to go and it should be a great night that's september the 19th at millfield theater in edmonton uh go to millfieldtheater.co.uk uh, that should be a great event i mean Raphael van der Vaart is again not often interviewed and and he'll have a few stories to tell and he was a he wasn't with us very long but he felt like a proper spurs man didn't he yeah yeah it was his one of his biggest regret was leaving us wasn't it he said yeah, when he, he went that. to hamburg yeah That'd be a good night. We loved him, didn't we? That will yeah. be a good night. Good uh, theatre as well. Yeah. Perform there. Is, oh, really? Oh, yeah. good. Right. I was in uh, a, a production of Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. About 20 years ago. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Well, I've Great got a memories. new podcast coming out, by the way. I, might, I thought I might say. Uh, called Life Goals with Theo Delaney. But it is not a self-help podcast, <laughs> which is the, which all the rage at the moment. It is football related. So look out for that. That'll be out in a few weeks' time. Thank you all so much, Rob. Andy, Abby, thank you so much for joining me tonight on this uh, pre-season preview show. Thank you, Leon, our engineer. And all that remains for me to say to you all at home is, my name's Theo Delaney. Come on, you Spurs. This date, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one or day, January the 20th, 1951. This day, January the 14th, 1978, a jump. On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut. If you're interested in the history, landmarks, and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises from the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash spurshow. Patreon.com slash spurshow. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a... January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com 
Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951, Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane a run. 1978, 2008, 1951, 1968. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.